You have 32 seconds to subscribe to the podcast before we go insane. Somos real Latino. My name is Ismael. This is Guti. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó, mi gente? This is Ron. ¿Qué tal? And we are Real Latinos covering Latin American cinema. Boys, how you been? How was your weekend? Ron, how you doing? I'm doing what all right. Up to? Better, better, better question. How 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 you been? What have <laughs> you been, been up to? I've been really, really great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the time we're recording yeah. this, last, uh, last weekend was my birthday. 26 years old. Yeah, yes. Feliz cumpleaños. Um, muchísimas gracias, Ron Ronaldinho. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I turned 26. Uh, my wife threw me, Jackie, threw me such a great party. Um, I celebrated it alongside um, her grandfather and her grandmother, <laughs> who were turning 88 and 80, respectively. Cool. Um, nice. So yeah, lots to celebrate that day. Um, I, uh, it was like, for me, it was Nacho Libre themed. I wore like a Nacho Libre outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, the cake was Nacho Libre. It was nice. just glorious. It was such a yeah, fun we, time. Yeah, we got to post a picture of that cake in our, in our Instagram yeah. or something. Yeah, we'll that put it on the Instagram. Amazing it's, a, cake. it's a fantastic cake. Uh, the eggs were a lie. Uh, and uh, get that corn out of my face. It was great. It was a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Um, super fun. And yeah, just spent it with family. And also like the day before that, uh, is my dad's birthday. I, I <laughs> my birthday is the day after my dad's. And so, um, with my dad also through a star Wars party, he loves star Wars. Cool. Nice. Um, we got to make sure that George Lucas, let's see if he's Latino or not. But anyways, um, yeah, like it was just a overall great weekend. A lot of parties. It was, then it was Memorial day. So got the day off and now we're back at it, you know, back into the grind. And you know, those weekends where like you have such a great time, and then you have to get back to work, and you're like, oh, God. Uh-huh. And then you have <laughs> to do a podcast, and you're like, and then oh, you have to do a why? podcast. Why am yeah. I doing Good this? Good Lord. I have to talk to a good and runner right now. Jeez. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> just end it. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm in one of those weekends right now. Not, like, I just, like, going back to work, I'm just, ugh, I don't want to do that. But uh, you got to pay the bills, you know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta get back at it. And, yeah. But, Guti, how about you? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It was good. Um, I actually had a s- similar kind of weekend. Um, because it was my dad's well, well, well. birthday, like on Tuesday. Um, mm. so we celebrated a little late because uh, my brother wanted to come down and stuff. So we actually went to a Peruvian restaurant. Um, that's called La Huaca. Uh, very good food. Very good food. I really liked it. You know, what did you get? I had lomo saltado. And it has Damn. like, uh, it came with arroz, papas fritas, a little, little, little beef tenderloin strips, carne. Um, it was fantastic. And then, uh, you know, some uh, some yuca frita, you know, we got the works. So it was really good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and they had like a, it was hilarious. It was like towards the, uh, towards the, the, like at the front of the restaurant, they had a uh, full scale llama. And so like my parents Whoa. were taking photos <laughs> and, and stuff. So, yeah. It was great. It was great. Awesome. Um, definitely highly recommend if you're ever up in Northern California to to check that restaurant yeah. out. Cool. Mm. Pretty cool. Uh, where I live, where I mean, actually, where I currently live, like close close to where I live, there used to be. Uh, I live in a very rural place, and there was a neighbor who had like two llamas out out like in their yard, and anytime I would drive to school, mm-hmm. I saw those llamas, and I always wanted to pet them. Never did, but <laughs> um, yeah, llamas. <laughs> That was big, big llama fan here. Yeah, uh, you know, Emperor's New Groove. I was just about to say, when, yeah. when? <laughs> hey, is yeah. that my pick for next week? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. tuned. Yeah, yeah, strong pivot, strong pivot to David Spade, <laughs> most Latino man I know. Um, but anyways, uh, today we are covering Virus 32, Virus 32. Um, make sure to go watch that movie. It's available on Shutter. It's a Shutter original. So make sure to go check it out, come back in, because we will be talking spoilers for this movie, Virus 32, Virus 32, Virus 32. Okay, Guti, why don't you go ahead and walk us through the historical context for Virus 32. 
Um, okay, so I'll be honest, folks. There was not a lot of historical background around this film or production history, given uh, it was released in 2022. But hmm. uh, we can talk a little bit about director Gustavo Hernandez Ibanez's background. Um, so those who, for for those of you who aren't familiar with Hernandez Ibanez, he is originally from Montevideo, Uruguay, where coincidentally our story takes place. Uh, he began his career in film uh, in the film industry as a screenwriter and director of short films, um, but he really didn't gain international recognition. Um, until 2010 uh, with the release of La Casa Mua, uh, which was shot mm. in a single continuous take and, and received critical acclaim for its innovative approach to the horror genre. I have that in my watch list. Yeah, yeah. I really want to watch and it. And pr- I'm pretty sure there's yeah. also a um, there's a U.S. remake of it as well. Uh, I think Elizabeth Olsen is in it, um, but don't quote me on that. So uh, oh. that was just, you know, that's how, that's how big he got that they remade it in Hollywood. Um, since then, Hernández Ibáñez has continued to work in the horror genre, directing films such as No Dormirás, Los Conductos. Um, he also worked as a producer on several films, including La Casa del, del Fin de los Tiempos, uh, La Región Salvaje. So Hernández Ibáñez's work has been praised for its visual style, innovative, innovative storytelling, and ability to create suspense and tension. Uh, He's considered one of the most promising directors in Latin American cinema and continues to be a prominent figure in the horror genre. I will also mention that this film is a co-production with Argentina. So in case anyone was watching and was like, what the hell is Argentina doing up there in the opening credits? That's why. Because (laughs) one of the production companies is based out of Argentina. Um, But it is also co-produced with an Uruguayan company, which I I believe the production company um, is also run by Gustavo. Hernández Ibañez with another partner. Well, well, well. Look at that. Historical context. So history, history in the making here. You know, like all the details are barely starting to creep up out of here. But yeah, that La Casa Muda, I've been really, really wanting to watch that. It was almost my pick, actually. Almost my pick. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I couldn't really find it anywhere like super easily available. Uh, So I went with Virus 32s. But um, yeah, well, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, Ron, why don't you go ahead and give us a synopsis for Beatles 32. Iris is an overnight security guard at an athletic center in Montevideo, Uruguay. Due to a scheduling conflict with her ex, Javi, she is forced to take her young daughter, Tata, to work with her. Iris shows Tata around the building, delivering exposition and setting up sequences for later on. (laughs) Iris then goes on her usual patrol, leaving Tata at the basketball court and keeping tabs on her with a walkie-talkie and the camera feed on her phone. A deranged man breaks into the building and attacks Iris, but she's able to evade him. Scared, she finds Tata and instructs her to stay in a locked equipment room while Iris attempts to get help. More people break in and attack Iris, but she is saved by a man named Luis. Luis explains that the violent people are infected with some sort of virus that makes them severely bloodthirsty. However, after they attack something and their bloodlust is fulfilled, they go through a 32-second refractory period where they are stunned and unresponsive. Luis tells Iris that he helped Tata find a place to hide and that he has a boat in the harbor that they can all leave on, but first he needs Iris' help with his pregnant wife. Luis takes Iris to meet his wife, Mimi, and Iris is stunned to find that she is infected and violent, but strapped to a wheelchair. Mimi's water breaks and Luis and Iris take her to the infirmary, escaping infected along the way and coming across a mortally wounded Javi, Tata's father and Iris' ex who came to the athletic center to find them. Javi and Iris make peace with the death of their infant son, which is also a plot point, which Iris blames herself for and split the family apart before he dies. Iris, Luis, and Mimi make it to the infirmary and deliver a baby boy. Because it's a horror movie, the power suddenly goes out and when it comes back, Mimi and the baby are gone. Luis and Iris find Mimi in a back room cradling the child but growing increasingly agitated. Before Mimi can crush her infant son, Luis shoots her in the head. He tells Iris that Tata is hiding in the boiler room before taking the baby and leaving. Iris gets to the boiler room and finds several corpses, as well as Tata's cast. By the way, she had a broken arm or something. She looks in the furnace and sees Tata's burning corpse and breaks down. Iris nearly kills herself out of grief when she notices a nearby security motion sensor has been switched off. She follows a trail of motion sensors to another room, finding Tata alive and well inside. Tata explains that Luis helped her and removed her cast to make sure she wasn't infected. A man and a little girl who also came to her aid, but the infected killed them and she ran. Iris and Tata make their way out of the athletic center, using various tricks to distract and outsmart the infected. 
They make their way down to the sewer and find a mortally wounded Luis and his baby. The very first infected man from the beginning shows up and attacks Iris and Tata. Iris sacrifices herself, allowing the infected man to beat her so that Tata can escape. Iris is severely battered and the infected man enters into his 32 second cooldown cycle. Iris tells Tata to make her escape before he comes to, but instead, she shoots him in the head with a staple gun. Iris, Tata, and the baby escape the sewer and head to the harbor while Montevideo is overrun with police sirens, flames, and the infected. Dude, you forgot to say that the freaking the zombie that was in the water comes back up. I will talk. We'll talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's <laughs> oh yeah. That? So also, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but I mean, great synopsis. Everything really well laid out. Um, and yes, a lot of plot points really set up or right, right at the beginning. Um, so let's get into this talk. Um, so that opening shot, like that huge uh oneer or like quote unquote oneer I know that people get annoyed um they're like oh I can see the cut like dude stop okay it's just fun <laughs> bro it's uh it's I, I think it was such a I thought it was really well made like that whole one shot all the way up until you go into the into the gymnasium uh I don't know why I said it like gymnasium but anyways uh, uh, <laughs> all the way up to the gym uh it was just all one shot like that drone shot going all over the city I thought it was really really cool uh yeah um so cool cool cinematography stuff a lot of interesting angles a lot of interesting lighting i mean yeah like that's the main thing that uh that, that stood out to me through the whole thing was the the way that it was shot the way that the mm. camera moved and and tilted and followed the characters around there's a couple um it a lot of people would think that this is a negative but it's actually a positive for me <laughs> uh, when uh when movies make me feel like playing video games because there were a couple oh. sequences in this that were like, oh, this is, I, this makes me want to play Resident Evil. One hundred percent. Specifically for me, the locker room scene. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, I thought it was just to like press X to to, to like. Right. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. waiting for like a little like uh, the the cut scene to pop up and tell me what what button to push. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's that, and then um, uh, the the bit in the hallway where they're all like frozen or or, or whatever. Um, and yeah, there's a few other. Uh, uh, other bits where I, I thought the camera kind of moved, um, kind kind of inventively, in inventively. Mm -hmm. The um, there's, uh, the, the the director definitely put um put some style into into this, uh, considering this. You know, w we've we've seen many 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 versions of this uh, mm -hmm. movie before, but um, you know, like I I think he uh he he used the the camera um in a way that made at least some of it feel feel fresh. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with everything you guys have said, like the steady cam use and the kind of like the Dutch angles and unorthodox angles were really well done. The other thing too that I wanted to mention is the color palette of the movie. Uh -huh. Like I really mm. enjoyed how, you know, it kind of gives you like that apocalyptic type of, you know, feeling mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe but this also is like, like late night feeling. So it's like still believable. Like those yeah. like dark oranges at points. Yeah, I but like, like inside yeah. the inside the gym, and even getting some of the shots that you were talking about, Ismail, on the you know those exterior shots to kind of open up the film. Like you can kind of tell that it's kind of sort of like a civilization teetering on extinction. I've never been to Uruguay, but okay. it kind of looks like a civilization teetering on extinction. Extinction. If I can even talk. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I really I really enjoyed that because I thought it set up the film really well like you know what exactly you're getting into and and that's my favorite when directors tell you exactly mm -hmm. what you're getting yourself into from the get-go there's no guessing so i love that i thought it was a cool location to have the movie set at too. highly yeah. highly agree you know? like especially like i don't know dude like i i really I, again I, th this intro with like that drone that went over i loved how like how we have this one shot where like you have one very disturbing scene where like the guy is killing the bird right and then but then right after that it's like mm -hmm. normal stuff you know family drama uh like family dynamics like teetering and like having to go to work but then in that drone shot again like it picks back up like remember you're in a horror movie like this is like it starts off with some tension it kind of lives in the back of your mind you get into this like life with Edis, and then as soon as you get back into the drone there's like people running in the streets like really sprinting sprinting um and it's just a, uh, I don't know, like all the, all the shots all over month that looked amazing to me, amazing. Yeah, the other thing too I wanted to add about the abandoned gym, 
like back in the day, I don't I don't watch so much anymore, but I used to watch like mm. Ghost Adventures. Um, and uh, it re- for whatever reason, it just came into my head while I was watching and kind of like the layout of the gym and especially s- some of the walls and the paint is like the paint that they were using and stuff made me think of like one of the episodes they did at Penhurst Hospital. I I like I don't know why, but it just it just did. Um, Whoa. so it kind of it kind of freaked me out a little bit that that it looked like that because it just brought my head my attention specifically to an episode that they did at that institution. So it was just like, well, it's kind of <laughs> weird how uncanny and how how similar it feels. Yeah. As, as someone who has, uh, has trespassed in, in, in many a, uh, oh, a, a, wrong, a location <laughs> late, late at night. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it was, it was an effective, effective location. A little, little yeah. troublemaker run. Uh, but, uh, this feeds like really neatly into what I really wanted to talk about a big, major point was like the tension that was really really laid on really well and thick in this movie um i thought uh, we talked about it earlier the locker room scene oh my yeah. goodness the like all that was also like one big shot like the camera's following edis you look back there's not like the tennis ball that she throws it gets thrown back um she sees that like dude she turns back and that like zombie lady's playing with the ball oh my god that uh-huh. that, that scene was incredible Absolutely incredible. Uh, but another... Criterion moment. Criterion moment. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, additionally, the the tension in the smoke out, the smoked out pool. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man. Incredible stuff, dude. I really, really liked it. Uh, I was at the edge of my seat uh, for both those scenes. And then lastly, the like I was in the edge of my seat for um, CGI Baby. Let's talk about the CGI mm-hmm. Baby. Um, really bad really bad cgi baby uh they did not like it was it was like they were carrying thin air and they just had to cgi the kid in there uh that was not very good but was re- what was really good is like i was like 100 percent sold with this bad cgi baby when oh. um mimi was like about to crush this kid's head when like the baby was already born and uh, mimi has the, the kid and she's just like uh just like standoffish with um with Edis and uh, the other fool, what's, what's that other fool's name? Um, I forgot. Luis. Uh, Luis, yeah. Uh, with Edis and Luis. And, like, the baby's head is getting, like, a little bit redder and redder. I'm like, oh, no. I, I was, I, like, I, the, the tension was very, very high. Like, it was, I was yelling at my screen, please don't kill this baby. Um, and, uh, thankfully, the baby survives. But, uh, yeah, insane tension. Insane tension in this movie. Uh, thoughts. Thoughts on the tension in this movie? So even though I, I, I did think there are like a couple of moments that you mentioned, I I also thought were pretty well done as far as tension goes. There were others, though, that I don't know if it's because, if it's because I've seen like a decent amount of horror films. Like I, I definitely haven't, you know, I'm not like that specialized in horror to tell you like I've seen every single one, but at least from the good amount that I've seen, sometimes it was a little, I felt like it was a little predictable when like things would jump out. So for example, mm-hmm. there's the one where, that the she's you know she hears the door rattling that re- I think it's like that red door yeah and then she kind of gets behind a wall and then there's clearly like a black yeah. space I was like yeah easy I was like bro easy like jump, I hundred percent knew that that was what happened um uh-huh. so that's so a little things like that kind of made me less invested in the story and then just to be honest and upfront uh, I'm not the biggest zombie. It's never wow. really been my subgenre. Like for me, oh. the biggest subgenre that I enjoy is kind of like these psychological horrors. Um, and so that was kind of already a thing that was kind of nagging at me just watching this in general. It's just not my cup of tea. I can tell you why. I just, I don't know. It's just sometimes Are you also, it comes off. Do you off also like not vibe fake. with like other Eddie. supernatural stuff like like <laughs> vampire movies or like, um, uh, I don't know, Wolfman um, movies or something like that. Yeah, like it, like if if I want to watch something that's actually gonna scare me, um, and I don't know if it's because I've just become numb to it, it's really more like psychological horrors that tend to like creep me out. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I've watched the old vampire, even even though like you know the old Bela Lugosi films, like those have like moments of tension and they're not like necessarily scary, but I think like the black and white cinematography just adds another layer to it um so anyways like i'm basically what i'm trying to say with that is that there are certain monster movies where maybe it might scare me a little bit more but for this one 
um just some things were a little bit too predictable um mm -hmm. as far as like jump scares and then for me that kind of let out mm -hmm. some of the tension yeah i i get you there's a certain you know um especially with certain types of movies it's not whether or not there's going to mm -hmm. be a jump scare it's where it's going to come from like and that part in particular is like okay it's here. you know it's coming yeah. it's just like what direction is it coming from <laughs> um and uh so yeah and that's like ismail i i agree with you that the 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 locker room scene is the standout sequence of the of the <laughs> film and i do think that there were um a, a few other sequences you know yeah you you brought up the um the uh the, the smoke screen in the pool mm -hmm. um I, uh, I, okay, so <laughs> my thing, the whole 32 second thing, I kind of thought was dumb. Wow. Um, that actually, this was the, yeah. okay, just, so this is the next yeah. thing that I wanted to talk about. I thought that, like, I was going to say zombies. Interesting take. I do think it's, it's like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never seen something like this. I do think it's interesting to see, like, you know, zombies, like, after going crazy. Like it's like a yeah, cool okay. down period, but go no yeah. go for it, Ron. Go for it. Let's do it. Yeah, that's out. Like <laughs> I guess like the whole like them actually knowing being able to count that it's thirty two seconds, like that was a little that, oh, that was a bridge too far for me. Yeah. I um, see. If it was more like, okay, they recognize they like are kind of in a little like trance or whatever for a bit. Okay. That I was okay with that. But, but how do you whole, get the like, title of the, the movie, whole she counts. Yeah. Um, lots of titles. There's a lot of lots big of head titles. people in there. You could you could yeah. come up with another title. So, um, yeah. Uh, th that aside, um, and yes, there is. You know, I I watched a lot of Walking Dead before mm. I finally you know finally stopped. I've seen a lot of I my truth. I've actually I've never seen Twenty Eight Days Later. Wow. Mm. Um, which I is is very surprising. I know I need to get on that, <laughs> but. Uh, from what I understand, there's this bears quite a bit of similarity to that. Um, but also, too, like, I mean, are they even zombies? I have I mean, no idea. I would say, yeah. I guess you don't really see them turn, really. Like, at, at one they're point, not, they're not dead. They're not. They're infected, for sure. Know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's like those no. movies where yeah. you don't want to say the Z word, you know? Shout out to death, you know? But like, um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I would classify it as zombies. I think there's zombies. Mm. No. Uh, there's like a clear like virus going around. It's like, uh -huh. well, I don't know. Have you seen <laughs> The Last of Us? No. Oh, well, Pedro Pascal's in it, so uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we're we waiting do. for the pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, are we? those are the Yeah, but like the like they also have infected people. Um, uh. Let me see. Actually, let me let me look up some zombie movies. Uh, uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead and that. talk. Yeah, good thing. Why don't you go ahead and talk? While uh, I do this? Yeah. So going back to the thirty-two <laughs> seconds, uh, and talking about the hallway sequence towards mm -hmm. the back half of the film. Right, right, right. I completely understand that they have thirty-two seconds to get through that hallway. I felt mm -hmm. that there was some nice tension moments in there because of the fact mm -hmm. of the cutting and going back to the time. Blah 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 blah. Right. But at the same time. Sometimes I can't turn off my brain. And this is coming from a guy who loves Fast and Furious and can turn off his brain. So this is very subjective. I understand uh, that. Yeah, yeah, but for yeah. me, you know you have 32 seconds to get through the hallway. They're all frozen. And you decide to walk. Yeah. Hell, you basically yep. crawl through that hallway. And, <laughs> and, you know, Insane. essentially, you know, things go wrong. They were scared, as they, were. they were what? scared. They were scared, man. Whatever. Uh, so that's one instance. <laughs> The second one for me was, and I understand because it's a little bit of a dramatic flair, yada, 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 you know, motherhood, blah, blah, blah. When they're in the jail, what looks like a jail cell, and they meet up with Louise, who's clearly been attacked. <laughs> and then that other zombie or whatever we want to call it comes down. And she's like, oh, I want, you know, she tells Tata, like, I want you to run. Just run. Like, you, you won't make it. I'm like, you have time to go up to him and staple him in the head. While you're mm -hmm. telling your daughter this, and your daughter literally does the same thing like five minutes later. So for me, I was just like, come on, dude. Like, I understand why they did it and what the whole overarching theme of it is. It was just hard for me to be like, uh, and already on top of that, like, you know, I'm not the biggest zombie guy. Like, I've already mm -hmm. said up front. So yeah, just those little things. I was like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, admittedly, the movie, like, I was even with, you know, like, the 
don't know if cliche is too harsh, but like there's definitely a lot about this movie that we've seen in other places before. Mm-hmm. But um, the even with all that, I, I was I was riding with the movie right up until uh, until that that last little showdown, and the movie almost lost me completely. Dang. I was like, really, like that's that's how this is gonna happen, like. She's just gonna stand there and get beat to death and so, like so, let her so, little girl wander off into the and, unknown. And, and I don't know, so, but that guy definitely curb stomped her. And she's yeah, apparently apparently yeah. she like can still like they pan over and her head's like fully intact. I'm like, no, she I definitely know. got I curb was stomped. expecting Come it to on. be like the elevator scene in drive or something. I was like, Oh, okay, well exactly. that went that took a turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, movies though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Movies. Sorry. It's my good. Uh, well, yeah, well, this, yeah, so, so I was gonna say um. Yeah. I, when she was walking through that horde of zombies through the hallway, I was like, "Please, please run! Just run right now! Just do it! Just run!" Um. But then, or at least bash each of them in the head as you're passing by. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, what I was gonna say is like, no one had done that previously, right? Like when, whenever, um, anyone was any of the zombies were like still. I don't think anyone ever <laughs> took that opportunity to go and like bash some zombie heads, right? Yeah. Like, not at all until the very, very end. <laughs> Um, and that's a perfect segue to talking about stupid people. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I gotta admit, like when I, when I watch these movies and I just yell at the screen and I'm like, "You idiot! Like you I... idiot! Why wouldn't you do this?" I really try to put myself into their shoes and like, like really think about, like really truly think about it. If you're like being chased, zombies are coming at you. You don't have time to yeah. think. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta mm-hmm. fucking go. And um, uh, I gotta admit, I think. Like the whole like her sacrificing herself, I vibed with that for real. Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought I honestly thought they were gonna kill her off, and I was like, whoa, this is like a pretty intense um, ending. Uh, but uh, also like when they when she takes the nail gun and shoots the zombie in the head, I was like, oh my god, that's so true. Why don't they just take the time to to do that? But like I think I think at least for for me, it worked for me. Where like um, I was so caught up into having to run away. I wasn't even thinking mm-hmm. about like the extermination part. Like all I knew is that they drown, right? And so I just mm-hmm. thought, just just get out of there, just get out of there. Um, but when Edith's daughter uh, goes and shoots him in the head, I was like, man, you you smart. <laughs> I would not, I do I was not thinking that whatsoever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I totally vibe with it. I think um, I think it's a lot. Like I I'm guilty of this myself. It's a lot easier to just be like oh man, just do this, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I really think about it, like, and I've been doing this like in past oh. horror movies because I, I just yell at the screen like, why don't you do this? But yeah. in reality, it's like, like really think about it if you're mm. in that situation. I think for me, I would not be thinking like, okay, what's the most logical conclusion yeah. to get here? Like, nah, just run, dude. Just get out of there. <laughs> like, I, yeah. cannot, I cannot I'll, do this. All I'll say is, I don't know, have have either of you ever been to anything like, like, Hollywood Horror Nights. I have, or... and I have a great story to tell about that. But go ahead. Actually, I'll just <laughs> well, I'll just say right now, really quick. Um, yeah, go for it. Jackie is super into horror movies. Always has okay. been. I have never been into horror movies ever. And when we first started going out, Jackie says, "Hey, do you want to come to Hollywood Horror Nights? My sister and I are going, and we're even going to get like the fast pass." And I was like, you know, just trying to put on brave face. I just started going out with her. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Dude, I do not, I'm not exaggerating. Every Mm -hmm. single maze that we were in, I was powering behind Jackie the entire time. (laughs) And she says that she feels horrendous because of like how terrified I was. Um, Um, I don't know if I'm ready for Hollywood Horror Nights again, but but man, that that day was insane. Um, Anyways, sorry, continue on. Well, that's why, so I mean, you go to those things I grew up, my dad worked at Knott's Berry Farm for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you know what, know what Knott's yeah, Berry Farm is, but Knott's Berry Farm is very farm. famous yeah. for, not Scary Farm, the Halloween haunt, the thing that started all those things, like Hollywood Horror Nights well, I didn't and, know it was and the first stuff one. like that. Uh, same. Yeah. So, um, I grew up going to that, and maybe it was because, like, it had been around since I was a kid, but, like, stuff like that doesn't really phase me, but, uh, and I'm not, like, I'm not trying to say, like, I'm tough or anything, but, like. I, I, I'm just aware that they can't touch they you. Like, I'm aware that there are people in masks that can't Man. touch you. But going through those mazes, you know, and eventually going through those mazes with my wife, um, I know how people freeze up in situations like that. I, and, you know, like how people like move really slowly when mm-hmm. they don't know what's going to happen and things. So mm-hmm. I, 
I, I, I get it. Mm. I understand a little bit. Um, I, I feel like I would be more of the running through swinging a bat, but um, <laughs> I, I understand why why people would move really slow if they were actually in that situation. Yeah. yeah. See, like, so like I'm the opposite of you. So these like these type of like monster films and stuff don't really freak me out because like I think mm-hmm. because there's a physical plane between us right mm-hmm. like me watching a screen so i know that they can mm-hmm. like come into my living room and touch me except if it's the ring because that movie scared me when i was little <laughs> um and i hate you Mondo, and i've never forgiven you for that um that's my brother um but however i have done not hollywood horror nights but they used to have like a horror walk at universal studios mm-hmm. right yeah and they had like all the you know the big monsters and stuff uh-huh. i kid you not it was like for some company event I did the maze with one of my best buddies uh, at the time, and when I walked out, <laughs> like his tank was went from like a small to like an extra large because I was literally holding on to <laughs> his tank for dear life the whole way going through. Um, and I again, I I should think they can't touch you, right? Like you just uh-huh. mentioned, but for whatever reason, because there's no that plane no longer exists, uh, <laughs> that physical you know thing doesn't exist between us anymore. It was in- uh, yeah, it definitely freaks me out. So, I guess dude, yeah, I all guess, logic like, kind of... flies out the door, dude. Like <laughs> I, I'm telling you, when I was there, and I was, I was, trust me, I was really trying to put on a brave face, you know, little high schoolies <laughs> my age trying to be all macho and shit. No, uh-uh. <laughs> dude, I have distinct memories of just being terrified of even like costumed up like Disney people just coming up to me. I have mm. like this huge, like very vivid memory of um, uh, Bruto from Popeye, um. Brutus, right? Brutus is the English name. I think but, so. Uh, Bluto. 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 Uh, so I remember seeing Bluto, just like the dude in the costume, in the Bluto costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were telling me like, oh, go, go, go and see him. And I was just like scared. And I'd be behind my mom. And then Bluto saw that I was scared. And he just kind of looked at me and like started uh-huh. walking towards me a little bit. And I was like, uh-uh, never again. <laughs> nope. And so like uh yeah dude i've been a scaredy cat for the longest time and so i know for at least for myself in these situations i'm just the run it book it did i can't it, did, i can't think the bluto started off flexing at you is that why you got scared no he was just like started like <laughs> like like literally walking towards me and i was like uh-uh <laughs> nope, nope 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 i can't i can't i can't do this um oh, man, all man. this to say of course that this october official real latinos meet up no jackie's gonna love it and <laughs> i'm just gonna you'll see you'll see <laughs> i just uh oh that, that the year we went it was like when the purge was really really big so like people are just running around with actual chainsaws mm. without the chain but like you know you could hear the motor uh-huh. just like coming at you and there were sparks <laughs> flying out of the oh no yeah oh, man <laughs> it's, it's insane um so yeah, I think I think it worked for me. Uh, the uh, yeah, all that to say, yeah, I I I was down with like the the zombie, um, and you know what? I think there are zombies. I was trying to look up to see what other zombie movies were out there, um, but a lot of times it's just like yeah, there's an infection and zombies come back from mm-hmm. the dead. Um, I think you only see one turn at this point is like the dude that was like fighting another dude outside of a car i think that dude turns into a zombie but i can't be 100 percent sure I, I don't remember but uh yeah overall i thought the 32 seconds um after extreme violence into just like you know just oh, nothing man. i thought that was pretty interesting so yep um but let's go into the last point uh that i want to talk about is this really bleak ending ron is a huge fan of bleak endings uh, how really is am. how is the bleak ending here? Um, I as soon as I saw that zombie that was in the pool, just like shock, get back up. I was like, oh mm-hmm. no! <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I, I, my heart sank. How 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 did you take that ending, Ron? Um, well, I mean, me, I was like, they're not gonna make it to that boat. Um, oh, they were right at the they were right at the pier. They're not making it to that <laughs> <Yeah>. boat. Uh. <laughs> Are you are you kidding me? Like, if they're attracted to noise, they get that's that's the thing with stuff like this when you introduce like a baby. Um, oh. So when you have things like you know uh, what's that, a quiet place or you know like right. Walking Dead or, or whatever, you know, I mean, if you could do the, your you best, know, but you'll make it if you've got plot armor. But let's be realistic. Like, if this was you know happening in the real world, um, that baby's you know, crying. Everyone under a certain age, and you know whoever was trying to protect them would be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh yeah i mean it uh i, I liked the shot the, mm. the i guess it's a drone shot now like i you know like i, I was gonna say the crane shot um helicopter but, shot. Uh, it's, a, it's a big ass yeah. crane. <laughs> yeah um but uh you know yeah that that was showing all the the destruction going on everywhere else and i think um that i i appreciated the fact that it was like like i said really insular in the uh in the the gym mm-hmm. um yeah and so like that little bit at the end showing that like this is everywhere mm-hmm. um kind of like uh you know there, there's there are things like that and other things like neither living dead or um you know like I'm, I'm sure there's tons of other examples that i can't yep. think of but um yeah it, it just kind of like illustrated that all right like they're you know like they're out of this situation but they're nowhere near uh, out of trouble <laughs> and i also i mean like does does she know how to drive a boat like that's always my thing I don't when know, it comes to man, stuff like this. Yeah. Like, you gotta learn. The watching stuff like this always like illustrates like I really need to learn to drive stick shift because I know if something like ever happens, where are all I'm, these I'm stick shift stuck. cars that everyone's talking about that we gotta learn how to drive? I don't know where they are. <laughs> everyone's gotta stop with the stick shift stuff, man. Oh my goodness. But anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah. That just means that it's gonna be me, me exactly. And yeah, and, like it's gonna be us. Yeah, like I'll, I'll the one thing standing between us and the safe getaway. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's, you know, it's I'll be like Ron, get on it. <laughs> just uh, yeah, there's no way, no <laughs> way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that that boat. Um, it's true. Who knows how to drive a boat? I don't know. I hope it's just like a car, an automatic car, not a stick shift car. <laughs> but <laughs> you just gotta pump the gas and steer the ship. You know what I mean? Just push the button like your That's Tesla. That's right. right. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta push it. You just gotta push the destination. And say drive. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Uh, they, don't, um, they don't have self sail. Yeah, I know self <laughs> self sailing boats. What's up with this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Guti, what about you? What did you think of the end? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean I agree with most most of what you said. Um, it, the, I'll be honest though, the 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 zombie coming alive in the in the water was not my thing. That I can, was so again, my I, thing, it's kinda, dude. That was I'll. Just because, like, it, it's predictable, man. I don't know. For me, it was predictable. So that's why I was just like, oh, really, dude? Like, that, instead of me being like, oh, shit, like, you were, for whatever reason, I was just like, oh, really, dude? Like, what, there's going to be a second one? Well, you know, Dang. what's, what's the I, thing here? So now, now I, they're going to go sailing. I rolled my eyes. They actually yeah, so, weren't I, I planning on the second one. I, that's the last point I wanted to give was that uh, the director said <laughs> that they were interested in doing more of a zombie movies, and it would be Virus 16. <laughs> the 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 zombies are getting better and better at like so they uh, they're no evolving yeah so Whoa. virus 16 half as much double the danger <laughs> you know what i mean nice so um would you watch virus 16 i mean question. if you picked it for the podcast wow <laughs> wow the disrespect i would i would watch it Outside of the podcast, I think my lawyer I mean, told I me not to comment on this stuff. I wouldn't avoid it. I don't. I don't know that I'd go out of my Dang, way. Dang, dude! I, I wouldn't. I avoid cannot believe it. this. I can't believe this. Uh, real Latino schism happening right before your eyes. Hey, you know how big of a Marvel fan I am, and I'm still two movies behind on that. No, so. yeah, that's true. That's true. Very, very true. Um, but yeah, overall, final thoughts. Let's get some final thoughts out here. Uh, <laughs> so this was my pick. So I'll go first. I vibed. I vibed hard with this movie. I was screaming at the screen. I thought that the people were dumb, but I thought, you know what? <laughs> I'd be even worse. Uh, bad CGI baby, but I cared about that CGI baby. Lots of tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, really bleak ending. I did not think that the ending was uh, predictable. I really, It really did ca- catch me by surprise, that, that zombie just coming out of the water. I was like, dang, dude. That's wild. But overall, had a good time. I would watch Virus 16. I'm out of four stars. Four stars for me is my Oh, nice. For Virus 32. So let's go over with Guti. Guti, what what are your thoughts on Virus 32? Um, Yeah, like like I admit, or like we kind of mentioned at the top of the discussion, uh, I did think the, the style of the film was really well done. Um, or at least the stylistic taste that the director had, um, and come making that come to fruition, I thought was really done, uh, well, technically, um, like I mentioned, I'm not the biggest monster zombie guy as far as like trying to use that to scare me. So it's a little harder for me to be invested in a horror film, um, that it's kind of best of that. 
Though I will say, uh, clowns do scare me, so it is definitely one that scares the living <laughs> shit out of me. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I think you're just like really more yeah. into like really grounded stuff because like clowns are real, you know, zombies not real, but uh, <laughs> so you know, that's what you yeah. if you ask my brother, they are real, trust me, zombies are out there, <laughs> yeah, we just don't know about them yet, yeah, exactly. They're trying to burst um, out of that coffin yeah. still, yeah. <laughs> the only other kind of bite sized things I did want to, um, mention is so i don't know if you guys noticed that like in that <laughs> towards the end when they're when they have that flashback of them on the beach and stuff uh i guess it's a memory so i guess you could say maybe she didn't remember her her mother's hair being that color etc cetera, etc cetera, but i did notice that like her hair was brunette or black mm-hmm. it was black hair mm-hmm. compared to like what she had now again mm-hmm. totally feasible thing she changed it but I don't know. I think it would have been cool to like do some sort of symbolism with it or I, I don't know, something like that. Well, um, she wanted to be a hairdresser, hair after right? the loss of her yeah. child. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, I get making kind of a change like that, but I, I don't know. I just feel like you could have done something better with that. I, I don't know. Like, why would she make that change? Why did she think that a hair color change would be appropriate to memorialize her son? Again, everyone I don't think she was memorializing her sign. I think she had that with the tattoo, right? Like she memorialized yeah, she herself had, with the tattoo, right. but I think the hair thing is just she's like into hairdressing stuff. She wanted like a hair salon. Why do I see? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So fair. Like, and yeah. I understand that that tattoo. That's why I'm saying like maybe you know it could have been something else or something like that. I, just something a little detail I noticed. Yeah. Um, the other thing too that I wanted to mention is. I know, again, I know it's a horror film, um, and so, like, you don't have to really explain a lot of things, but I would have loved, like, if there was a little bit more backstory on, like, the husband, Luis, or not Luis, but the, the husband who who's dead on the ground, basically, uh, in the pool. Javi, right? Javi, or the, or the little kid that they had lost, a little baby that they had lost. I don't know if you do, like, a flashback sequence, something like that. I don't know. I, I just feel like that scene would have worked better if I had, like, more investment in those characters, and at the time, I... I, I didn't um so yeah I mean again it, it, like if you love zombie stuff this will definitely satiate you for a little bit for sure um so it's definitely worth a watch um but for me uh, a guy who does not uh in particular like zombie stuff uh I'm gonna go with two stars I knew it well. I knew it you're going to two stars. I was actually about to message Ron, like my prediction for Guti's score is two stars. Um, I'll, Guti, I'll message you what my prediction for Ron's score is after he does his final thoughts. But yes. Okay. Two stars from Guti. <laughs> two stars from Guti. Uh, yeah. Wild stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really vibed with the with the flashback. You know, the girl saying that she thinks about that moment so that she's not as scared. And she's doing that right before she shoots this freaking zombie in the brains. Uh, insane, 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 and that baby was so cute. Oh my gosh, cute baby in the in the background in the back back flashback scene. <laughs> oh, okay, so you were talking about the, 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 the CGI, CGI one. The CGI like, baby, oh, yeah, that was. Um, that you're was going rough. down a path I can't follow. Yeah, well. yeah, dude, that was a rough, rough. <laughs> Which is basically CGI the, the entire episode, but uh-huh. insane, insane stuff. <laughs> but, but yeah, that that real baby in the flashback was really, really adorable. Oh my gosh. But Ron, let's let's hear your let's hear your final thoughts on Beatles Trinta. <laughs> um yeah, so the there was a lot of like little like subplot foreshadowing stuff in this um that I don't think had a had had a lot of forethought. Um, like the whole like the, the circles on the hands, and so that's why like he he cut off her her cast. Like I I I just I don't why did she have a cast? I don't I don't I don't understand why that was even a thing. Mm. Um, it if only so that she could find the cast on the floor of the boiler room and find the that creamy charred kid. corpse. Oh my <laughs> god! That, that, yeah, that reminds me also of the, when the mom in the in the toy box or whatever or opens the ball box uh, and she's like, oh yeah, just play with the other hand. And it's like what? <laughs> Terrible mom, dude. Well, yeah, yeah, that mom was pretty. She was pretty all. She was all over the place at the very yeah. beginning, you know. But, but yeah, that yeah. that uh that cremated body. Good lord. Yeah, I thought I yeah. I actually did, thought they killed off the kid. I thought, wow. So did I. Bold. Yeah. So did <laughs> I. Very very bold. But then, but also too, like 
because there was that shot on the camera of of a dude walking a, a little girl like yes, down the hallway. But that was the and other. We never yeah, saw we them never in, saw the beginning yeah. until we found yeah. the corpse. And but it's just like okay, like they set that up a little bit, but it wasn't enough <laughs> for me. Like it's like the whole thing, <laughs> all of it was just so that you know they could do <laughs> that. You know, you know, pull out the tablecloth. You know, um, but it, it just it it, it 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 wasn't it wasn't enough for me for 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 stuff like that. Um, that being said, like I I did I like the style of it. I liked a lot of you know like we we we've, we've talked quite a bit about um, the. Uh, the, the the tension in certain scenes and the camera movements and I actually I really dug the 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 lead um, uh, Iris mm-hmm. uh, don't really know how I felt about the the, the Luis and the pregnant zombie wife oh um, gosh Luis uh, I mean it was an interesting idea I don't know that it was executed quite as well as it could have been um, I don't know what Javi was doing in the pool like that kind of like I I wasn't it took me a second to figure out who it was and it you know uh, by the time I figured out why he was there, he was already dead. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. I had a good time watching it. Um, I'll, I'll recommend it uh-huh. to anyone that likes, you know, like sort of okay zombie movies. Um, it's like, I, I'm not mad that we watched it, so, <laughs> but I don't know that I'm going to revisit it anytime soon. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a solid, solid three star shutter original. I called it. My last prediction was three stars for Ron. I'm gonna start doing this every episode. Just, just yeah, letting the other boy, one go. Just, let's just yeah, see yeah, what I can do. <laughs> this boy was live betting, and it's like, dude, bets are closed, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gonna be your intro every episode now. Is this Mills gonna get a guess? What, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just trying to see what, what, what they'll be. be. But uh, yeah, three stars from Ron. Three, dude. That charred body. I I literally thought they killed off. Yeah, me too. I, was, I just thought, wow. What would have sent this to five stars is if it would have been her and if there would have been a bullet in that gun. Oh, like, and just would you credits, imagine? I would be like, could yeah, you imagine? Okay, like, I wouldn't have liked it, but I would have liked it. <laughs> so, Yeah, I'm not vibing with the whole uh, murder-suicide, but you know what? Five stars. <laughs> oh, man. in Yeah, that would have been... That ending would have been very, very bold. I would have, I would yeah. have, I mean, hats off to them. I don't know if, I, I, yeah, that'd be a crazy vibe. But, well, she starts. So that will about do it for our final thoughts and our ratings for Vidos 32. We do not have any letters this week, but we would like to plug the email. That's reallatinos at gmail.com. That's R-E-E-L-L-A-T-I-N-O-S at gmail.com. So you can go ahead and give us an email about your thoughts on the show, your thoughts on any episode that we've done, uh, a progress report for us, whatever you'd like. You know, we're, we'll read it on the show, uh, and, or send in a voicemail, and you can just tell us what you what your thoughts are, and we'll play it on the show. So again, that's reallatinos at gmail.com. That's r e e l l a t i n o s at gmail.com, and you can also reach out to us in our social media handles at reallatinos at r e e l l a t i n o s in Instagram and Twitter. So with that, let's go into what next episode's movie will be. It is going to be Ron's pick. Um, Ron, why don't you go ahead and take the floor? Let us know what we're going to be watching next. Week. Yeah. So, um, as you know, we've we've talked about a few times. It's it's pretty hard picking uh pick picking movies because um, you know we we try and and spread it out and cover cover movies from a bunch of different countries that uh, you know don't normally get. Uh, you know, get get to get their share. Um, but uh, one thing, availability. Um, I can't tell you how many. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, like I, you know, I was looking up movies from Bolivia. I was looking up movies from Puerto Rico. I was looking up movies from Costa Rica, and then I would, you know, like filter on on Letterbox to see what was available for the services that I have, and I would just get a black screen. Um, yeah, I uh, I wanted to pick a movie from a country we haven't covered. But I didn't really like my my, my choices, so um, we're gonna go back. Uh, we're, we're we're gonna return to a country we covered uh, last season, and we're gonna go back to the uh, the beautiful country of Guatemala. Oh, um, oh, snap! Are we gonna yeah. do Bustamante and, joint uh, again? 
Uh, no, because oh, I wanted dang. something a little bit lighter. I know right. I, that yeah. was my first no, instinct yeah. was, totally was to it. cover another. I totally another get it. Another Bustamante, but yeah, uh, Bustamante. Yeah, his movies are pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, we already covered the lightest of his, and yeah, it is. is not a light movie. Definitely, so, it's. Yeah. um, yeah. I, I wanted to uh, to to take it in a in a different speed. Um, so the movie we're covering, uh, you guys know, I'm, you know, like we're, we're all music lovers. We've, we've covered Buena Vista Social Club and we talked a lot about music with Coco and stuff. So, um, the movie that we're covering, uh, is about a heavy metal musician. Whoa. Uh, who joins forces with uh, a traditional Guatemalan, uh, musician that plays marimbas. Oh my gosh. I'm loving the plot. uh, I'm loving the plot. Yeah. It's, uh. It's a 2010 movie written and directed by uh, Julio Hernandez Cordon. Uh, it's a very brief 74 minutes. Oof. And it is yeah. uh, streaming free on Canopy, so get your library cards out. We're going to cover Las Marimbas del Infierno. Whoa. Marimbas from Hell. Dude, that, that title's awesome. Yeah. Las Marimbas del Infierno. Well, okay. Right, well, well, I mean, the, the 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 work that that Ron's putting in to try and, and yeah. get us some good movies. I, I love it. I love it. I mean, I've never heard of this movie. Um, Julio Hernandez. Me neither, Cuadron. so I don't know what we're getting. Yeah, I, I I don't think I've seen any of his movies either. So yeah, I have zero clue what's happening here. Um, I know that you wanted a lighter fare, so let's hope that it's a light movie. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what it's gonna be like? But um, if not, at least I can bang my head a little yeah, bit. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you know. <laughs> Shake your butt. <laughs> was a money Shake so, that booty. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run. It's uh, exclusively on the Patreon. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Thing, man. Uh, but thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for another wonderful episode of Real Latinos. So, with that, adios. 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 Real Latinos is a podcast written, produced, and hosted by Christian Gutierrez, Ron Jimenez, and Ismael Villarreal. Mixed and edited by Ron Jimenez. Artwork provided by Lisbeth Jimenez, Ron Jimenez, and Ismael Villarreal. Original music provided by Toro Romata. Muchas gracias y hasta la próxima.